I'm Evan Palmer. Welcome to New Business Jumpstart, the place where you can come to learn about getting started in your first business. And if you already have a business going, well, there's going to be lots of great stuff here for you as well. So something about me, I have always loved listening to the radio. During the summer, having a baseball game on the radio is a constant for me. I enjoy listening almost as much as watching it, sometimes more. I love listening to those weekend shows on NPR like This American Life. And now there's podcasts. I love them. As someone who used to buy self-improvement audio series from Nightingale Conant constantly, I love listening to people who have knowledge about a subject. If I can pull one pearl of wisdom from the conversation, that's a win for me. But the thing that intrigues me the most are people's stories, especially how they got started doing whatever it is they do. I put this podcast together to do those two things, tips and tricks and inspiring stories. If you're just starting a business or even just thinking about starting a business, this will be a place you can come to get practical information from people who know what they're talking about and also get inspired by some of their stories. You'll come away thinking, hey, if they can do it, I don't see why I can't. Let's face it, there's a lot to know. I'm sure you're already good at a few things, you know, business-wise. In fact, you may have already had a successful career as a lawyer or a mechanic or a salesperson or a technician. But when you start a business, you can't be just that. You all of a sudden have to be in charge of all the departments, like the sales department and the marketing department and accounting, legal, production, customer service, billing, finance, human resources. Ah. I remember I was working at this one place and the owner of the company brought in a guy to be the general manager of the company. This guy had been the head of sales for one of our suppliers. Solid guy. It was kind of entertaining to watch him try to transition to a small business mindset. Suddenly, if he wanted to change the graphics for a product offering, he couldn't send it to the graphics department. He was now the graphics department. <laughs> and customer service, and human resources. It's a major shift. I mean, today we have Canva.com, so anybody can crank out graphics pretty quickly. But still, you have to be comfortable wearing a few hats. You don't have to be an expert at everything, but you do have to become knowledgeable. As time goes on, you can start outsourcing a bunch of tasks as well. So the good news is that you can learn everything. That's actually the easy part. <laughs> the larger challenge is going to be unlearning a few things. Your personality has formed from your social conditioning, religion or lack thereof, political influence. I mean, a lot of things. And the biggie, your family's influence growing up. The opinions of others have, and possibly unknowingly, incorporated into your being over the years. That's normal. That's just the way it is. And when you launch into your own endeavor, there's a lot of stuff that comes up. For me, I was a shy kid. I had to learn how to talk to people, talk to strangers. And growing up in the Northeast was kind of a combative and harsh environment, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it was more the norm for a person there to stay in their lane. 
and people had very few filters on issuing their advice to you. I could go on and on, but the point is that I had to sit myself down and decide that I needed to change some things about myself. And I was going to change, but that was not easy for me. One of my Buddhist friends said, wow, you moved a lot of karma. (laughs) Probably the most beautiful way of saying it. (laughs) So yeah, if that's what it took, I was willing. And I did. Through New Business Jumpstart, the website, there'll be a lot of how-to stuff, courses, workshops, etc. But through this podcast, I'll be focusing more on the mental game of being in business. Yes, you're going to get practical tips and shortcuts and such, but I've never met a business owner that didn't have to overcome mental roadblocks as well. And now that we have to be using social media too, a lot more stuff comes up for us all. Things like, but I hate the sound of my voice. People are going to think this or that about me. People are going to say negative things about me and on and on. Don't worry. We'll tackle it all together. The important thing is to be true to yourself, your values, and your calling in this life. Don't settle. Just install the correct operating system in you, (laughs) and you will get past all of that. So a little bit more about me. I'm a musician. I play keyboards in a band called Key Lime Pie. We're kind of well-known around the Bay Area, and like a lot of musicians, I've always liked reading Rolling Stone magazine. Here's what I can't stand. I can't stand when they interview a musician and they say, the, music, the musician says, oh, we started getting some high-profile gigs and then started seeing some success. No, wait. Stop right there. I want to know how you got those gigs. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know how you got your first gig. Your uncle or your cousin had a party and they let you play in their backyard for free. Probably something like that. But how did you get your 25th gig? What about that one? How did you get the name and the number of the person that booked the place? What did you say when you finally reached her? What did she say? Oh, you emailed? What was the subject line you used in your email to get her attention? How many times did you have to follow up on the phone? See where I'm going with this? Don't tell me, oh, we got some gigs. Yeah, no kidding. I can see that in the listings. I can't learn from that. Tell me how you did it so I can try to replicate your success. That's what you can count on hearing on this podcast. I want you to have the tips, the tricks, the actionable intelligence that you need to be successful in your business. Not a bunch of fluff and theories. And maybe even more importantly, I want you to hear some inspiring stories about how other people got started, how they've been able to fulfill a dream they had, or maybe fulfill a need they saw in their community. I guarantee you, they will answer questions you didn't even know you had. (laughs) Contrary to some popular beliefs, you don't have to have a bunch of employees or a wad of cash to start a business. There's all kinds of ways of doing it. If you have any preconceived notions of what's required to get in the game, I encourage you to leave those at the door. Set them aside for now. You know that saying, the best time to look for a a job is when you've already got one? Well, you can actually say the same thing about business. 
The best time to start a business is when you've already got a job. <laughs> Even better if the job you have is in the industry you ultimately want to have a business in. I am a big fan of that. You may be wanting to start a business to fulfill a dream you've had to provide a product or a service to the world. Maybe something that's been on your heart for a long time. Or maybe you're looking to parlay the experience you already have in a particular discipline to start working for yourself instead of someone else. You may just be looking for a side hustle to provide a little extra cash or some insurance should you lose that job that you have. And let me just recognize this trend of a company adding employees one year and laying them off as soon as sales slump is relatively new. When I was coming up, there was a common scenario where a person would be hired by one company and the expectation was that this is where you would make your career. They would provide a respectable salary, pension, and essentially take care of you for 20 years. I think that's what my dad had in mind for me. <laughs> but things were already changing at the time I entered the workforce. These days, there is no loyalty contract between employer and employee. It's been broken. Of course, and lucky for me in retrospect, <laughs> I didn't want that path anyways. So I thought nothing of moving from one job to another after six months or a year or whatever. I had friends and family wondering why I couldn't hold a job, though. You know, what's my problem? But I was gaining experience in multiple roles with multiple organizations. When I was going through my MBA program in the mid-90s, I had a professor who said, it's a new world out there. Companies are not going to take care of you. You will have to be the architect of your own portfolio of skills. Man, did I feel vindicated. <laughs> Turns out I was just early. <laughs> but I had, you know, if I had cared what other people thought about me and the decisions I was making, I would never have left some of those jobs. Speaking of which, this is something we're going to keep harping on as we go along. You cannot allow other people's opinions to run your life. One of my social media heroes is Gary Vaynerchuk. You might know, know him online as Gary V. And he said the following about this, quote, Nothing is stopping you from starting your own thing besides your fear of other people's opinions. And if you live your life for other people's opinions, your life is going to suck. Close quote. Leave it to Gary to bring it home. <laughs> so let me just suggest this life-changing quote to internalize. Ready? What someone else thinks of me is none of my business. What someone else thinks of me is none of my business. Repeat that to yourself often. Business is a big tree with lots of branches. You don't learn it all at once, and you don't have to know every single aspect. You learn as you go. The key is to focus on the most important things first, and that's where I hope New Business Jumpstart can be a huge help for you. I certainly don't have all the answers. I'll tell you that right now. I'm still learning, same as you. But I've been at this a while, and I can offer you what experience I do have. And we're going to get some great advice from some savvy people along the way. 
And look, I am no one special. I haven't grown a multi-million dollar international corporation with a thousand employees and had a $33 million exit when I was 26 years old. I'm sure you've heard from those people already. That is not the norm, folks. I'm the norm. (laughs) I knew nothing about business. No one in my family had a business when I was growing up. What's worse, like I said earlier, I was a shy kid. Since I was good in math and physics, I wound up getting a degree in engineering. That's definitely running in the opposite direction from business. Not only that, I didn't even want to be an engineer. I wanted to be a musician and play in a band. (laughs) Problem was, and still is, music is a spectacularly risky profession to hang your hat on. In fact, I got to share this with you. There's a great quote (laughs) about the music industry from Hunter Thompson. He said, quote, the music business is a cruel and shallow money trench, a long plastic hallway where thieves and pimps run free and good men die like dogs. There's also a negative side. Close quote. (laughs) My plan was to figure out a way to make money and control my time so I could be in a band. So I started my entry-level engineering job, and after a few months, I could see that really wasn't going to cut it long term. Seriously, not, there's not enough money in it. And if you wanted to work in the aerospace industry at that time, you would have to live in very specific parts of the country. And needless to say, I was questioning what my next move was going to be. And I, I remembered my mom. She was so wise and a great observer of society. And in that moment of you know questioning and indecision, I remember her, her words. I remember her saying, If you want to make real money in this life, you have to have a business. But, of course, no one in my family knew how to do that. (laughs) Consequently, my journey was a long one. My next serious job after engineering was as an inside sales engineer at a small company in Santa Barbara. That's actually where I learned sales. They put me through the Dale Carnegie sales training program, which completely demystified the process. I dabbled in some network marketing, which helped me understand record keeping and self-employment taxes. And I took a job managing a small mail-order nutrition company. That was an (laughs) eye-opener, dealing with suppliers for the first time, managing people. And did I ever suck at that, by the way? Had to put that on my list of things to figure out how to do. I, uh, I took a job as an assistant manager at a tennis and swim club, which was my first real taste of marketing. They also sent me to some trainings, sprinkle in a little more network marketing. Then I became the advertising guy at a real estate office, supporting about 35 real estate agents. Uh, Went back to school, got a master's in business, uh, thinking, you know, I should amass more formal knowledge at a higher level. Uh, Come to find out that's more geared to corporate middle management than owning your own business. But ultimately, I took a job managing a utility auditing company. This is where it all came together for me. Three years later, I bought that company from the founder. Yep, I was finally in business. <laughs> and I, by the way, I still have that in my portfolio today. It was a solid run for 20 years and allowed me to make enough money to pay the bills. But more importantly, 
gave me the time freedom to play in a band and also be available to raise our kids. My wife, Luann, has always been the career person in the house. She's a superstar nurse educator, and she works a lot and travels a lot and truly makes a difference in this world. And I was psyched to be Mr. Mom, making the meals, walking the kids to school, going to their after-school activities, and just being on call for the family. I couldn't have done that working for someone else. As good as I thought working for myself could be, let me tell you, it was a hundred times better. Fast forward to today, now that the kids are grown, I'm working full-time as a digital marketer, and I'm growing some businesses on the side. So the things we'll be talking about on this podcast, I'm going to be doing them, same as you. And I'll let you look over my shoulder and see how I'm doing it. But it's not about me. It's about us. Small businesses move our country forward. Guess how big companies start? Yeah, they start as small businesses. And there are people out there that need what you have to offer right now. Make no mistake, it's hard to be successful. There's a lot to figure out, and lots of businesses don't succeed. We all know this. And maybe the first one you start won't make it. So what? You will learn. And your next business might be the one. If there's one thing I can affirm with 100% conviction right now, it's this. One thing leads to another. And as the late Jim Rohn once said, too many people are asking themselves, what am I getting out of this experience? That's the wrong question. What you should be asking is, who am I becoming? If you've never heard of Jim Rohn, well, look him up. He's the guy that Tony Robbins followed when he was figuring it out. Yeah, who am I becoming? Sure, there's a lot to learn and a lot of challenges, but I would wager that you are going to love the person you will become on this journey. I had a credit repair business for a while, which is what led me to digital marketing, which I really love. What you're working on today may not be where you end up, and that's half the fun. The critical thing is to get on the path and get moving. Give God and the universe a chance to open some doors for you. Once you get in harmony with the journey, good things will happen. Henry David Thoreau said, If one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Let me say that in a more personal way. If you advance confidently in the direction of your dreams and endeavor to live the life which you have imagined, you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Thank you for spending some time here today. Please shoot me an email. Let me know what questions you have about starting a business getting it going, optimizing it, and what kind of information you'd like to hear on New Business Jumpstart. I'll do my best to get it lined up. Let's enjoy this journey together. Talk to you soon.